This installment of Fast Matters is brought to you by American Flotech, Arizona Differential Specialists, Torco Racing Lubricants of Arizona, Roadrunner Converters, Micro Import Service Incorporated, Wallace Motorsports, Growler Racing, and by American Drag Car, where being fast matters. Oh, now that's definitely a drag car. And this is Fast Matters, the everything drag racing podcast brought to you by American Drag Car. So have you listened to any of the podcast? Hmm. The first one? And I guess the second one? I don't know. If it was the second one or not. I don't... I don't get, like, notifications when there's new ones. So the one you heard, was it just me and Hal talking? Or did you hear one that was just me? Hmm. No, one was you and dad. Okay. No, you didn't hear that one. I don't know why you keep saying that. That one didn't ever get published yet. You didn't do one where you were talking to dad at all? Yeah, I did it, but you never heard it on the podcast because it never got published yet. But I must have heard it. You heard it probably here. here. Oh. Okay, then the one I heard was you and Hal. Oh, oh, okay. Can you listen to it with me? Because I was laughing. You were laughing? Yeah. Oh, well, at one point I was laughing. Another point I was having a conniption. You were having... Okay, tell me, tell me. No, well, that was a personal thing. Oh. The conniption. Oh, all right. Then what were you laughing about? When when you got to start driving. Oh. The Mustang. Yeah, because you wanted to drive the Mustang. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you never worked on it. You were like 16, you said? But I worked on it. I wasn't allowed to. I know. But that's because you didn't really work. You no. came out there and started shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> or. Or. <clears throat> uh huh. Yeah. Kind of like Joey. Joey comes in the garage. He sees me working on a machine. Can I do that? <laughs> I say, well, yeah. But you got to stand here and watch me for a while so you can learn about it. You can't just start doing it. You're going to cut your fingers off. That was, that was kind of like to think how you were. You wanted to do the shit you couldn't do. No, no, no. You got to do the crap work first. <laughs> Watching's boring. <laughs> first you watch and then you put tools away. And then you clean up. And eventually you graduate to working on stuff. Hmm. <laughs> Joey can't get past that either. (laughs) (laughs) He is a lot like me. (laughs) Fresca, she's different. She makes you think she don't know what's going on, but there's a lot more there. Uh Mm Uh-huh. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I told Joey he should be on the podcast. Yeah? Absolutely not. Why not? No, he's stage fright. Joey. Yeah. I know. He is. He's he's shy. No. He is. He is shy. Yeah. I he, don't know when he that He wants happened. all the attention, but then when you put the mic on him, he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa said she wants to be on the podcast. And then does she talk? I was practicing when I, I was trying to figure out how to get these things to work with a phone so i was on the telephone and or maybe she was on the telephone and i was on the microphone and she was right across the room from me and i was talking to her pretending we were on 
I'm like, what did I see? I said, oh, what do you do? What are you doing, drag car? Um. <laughs> I said, you take everybody's money, right? Um. <laughs> Dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) But surprisingly, she did start talking a little bit. Did she? Yeah. Then I would ask her a question, and of course, she would laugh. Mm. I said, You want to be on the podcast? (laughs) I said, Okay. Well, then you can do that. And she goes, we're going to have to talk about it first so that I know what you're going to ask me. <laughs> That's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what I tell dad. And, and how both. The, the natural response is the better response. A scripted response is not as good. <laughs> you had too much pizza? <laughs> So, hi, Maria. Hi. Steph. Hi. (laughs) For those who come to drag car and race with us, they know you as the money takers, right? Yes. Kind of? Well, you've been letting the kids do it still, right? Or no? Yeah, I try to avoid that if I can. (laughs) Try to avoid what? I try to avoid the sign up. Really? Oh, but she's really good at it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. We talked about it. Steph wants to do more sign-up. Yes. Cool. Why? She's more organized? No, it's not that. I'm pretty organized, but I don't know. She just has a better, like, rapport with people. Oh, really? Yeah. That always helps. She's very, like, you know, conscious, like, of what she's doing, and this. you need this, and you need this, and this is the information that we need, and, like, she's on top of it all. Yeah. You know, and she's not... Like, she doesn't have a problem interacting with the people. Cool. Okay. Like, I do. I'm well, like, to me, that's kind of a surprise because she's fairly quiet most of the time. Uh-huh. Most of the time, yes. But when you get in front of a crowd, you let it go, huh? Pretty much. Cool. Right on. Well, that works. <clears throat> that kind of goes along with uh, what was going on Facebook tonight, huh? You weren't joining in that deal yet, though, were you? Because... No, mm-hmm. I wasn't. Ah, because I didn't have you in. Yeah, you didn't add me in yet. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot. Didn't. I forgot. I knew you were racing, but I forgot to add that. Basically, everybody who's in there is just mm-hmm. who's racing for the night. <clears throat> so speaking of that, so we had our 7th and 8th Pro Series online drag racing series tonight. And you guys raced? Yes, we did. Let's see, Maria raced last night? Oh, uh, yeah. And then you both raced tonight. <clears throat> yes. If you want to call it that. 
<laughs> I'm still, <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but at least you're out there doing it instead of going. Nah, I'll wait until I get better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. I just jump in and make mistakes along really? the way. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, not me. I gotta sit back and watch. <laughs> Till I can figure out all the mistakes that I don't want to make. Nah, I learned. You know, you gotta. <laughs> you learn. From you learn your by mistakes. doing. That's true, right? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I used to tell the kids: learn from my mistakes. <clears throat> so, what mistakes you made tonight? I don't know. Something's goofy with my car. Oh, your car's junk. Yeah, oh. my car's junk. <gasps> I told you. No, just my tires are Your junk. Your tires apparently. are junk, yes. You need tires. <laughs> What's wrong with your tires See? again? <laughs> See? She bought tires, right? <laughs> yeah, she's got tires. <laughs> she got Mustang tires on the Oldsmobile. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, right? And you've Who got knows? the other way around. I've got Oldsmobile tires on my Mustang, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. What kind of car? No, you got a charger. No. Yeah. What do you got? Steph. I'm a Chevy Camaro. Those new ones. Oh, the okay. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't tell you on there what kind of car No, it they is. don't. I think it's be- it's copyright stuff. Huh. They, they make the body like look like it, but they're not going to s- use the name because I guess there's a big deal with manufacturers and games if you call it a dodge then dodge is going to come at you and say hey you gotta Um, you owe me some royalty okay makes sense remember gran turismo yes yeah i yes that was a it's a really cool game i liked it play it in, in vr even though it's not a drag racing game i still liked it because it was so real but what wasn't real was the fact that the cars don't get smashed up And do you know why they don't get smashed up? Why? The manufacturers told them, we don't want you making our cars look like crap. Oh. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Like, well, that kind of sucks. Pretty much. (laughs) If I hit something, I expect there to be damage. Yeah. Right? So anyways, we're talking about... The game? Yes, about because, the game. Because we raced tonight. We're talking about the game. Yes. And we're talking about <clears throat> what else? Well, what do you think of the game? It's fun, huh? It is fun. It really is fun. Yeah? Learning more about, you know, pretty much like I had never raced or I never been, you know, I don't know, like the drag thing. I'm still learning. Uh-huh. So, like, being a part of, like, just the game and learning the tree and learning all that you know the runtime or whatnot you know still learning so it's pretty fun in truth because you guys still are going to do helping with the drag car yes Mm -hmm. so there we go in truth then learning to race the game will help you relate to the racers when they right. ask you something and they use terms, you'll start to become familiar with the terms simply from playing the game. Yep. That's pretty cool. It is. And then we learned tonight. Yes. So, um, me and Maria were talking, what, yesterday, yesterday or the day before, 
And I said, one of the things that I thought would be kind of cool about this game is if we could get other bracket racers who maybe are on the fence about if they want to try drag car. Uh, it, it's a great opportunity for them to give it a shot because hmm, it's free. Exactly. They don't have to leave their house. They don't have to burn no fuel. And they can run it <clears throat> and get a feel for it and see what happens and how the race is run and how it plays out when certain things happen that they make question. And then we learned tonight that even some of our members learned things they didn't no. know. <laughs> yeah. Which is really cool because, you know, if you've ever read the rules <clears throat> for Drag Cars Comp Star Eliminator, after about the first three, you probably walk away shaking your head. That's too much, right? That's what most people do. It's just too complicated because there's there's if and when and what if and why you know what i mean there's just so many this is the rule but unless this happens mm -hmm. then and there's just all these exceptions exceptions yeah so to read the rules drives them crazy to listen to me speak it it drives them crazy but if they could just get on the game and play it and see certain situations arise mm -hmm. it might be pretty cool like kyle for example he seemed to understand after a little explain, explaining, he just never seen it before, so he wasn't aware that that's what happens in the situation he got into. Well, I was just gonna say he's never seen it before because he, because of the, it's the game. It's it's the nature of the game, right? Like certain things no, happening. No, no, no. It's not the game. I'm sure Kyle did something to make his car a little bit faster. Oh, okay. Yeah. And. Um, you know, in <clears throat> I was because I guess what I was trying to get the point is what what is the likelihood of something like that scenario really happening at the track unless somebody is truly sandbagging? Right, exactly. It's true. Okay. And um, that's why it is that way. And then you guys were laughing at the comment that I made that it said typically those racers get the letter. The letter. <laughs> yes. Um, um. <laughs> This is something that happens behind the scenes that most racers don't know about, but I have a computer program that all of the race data gets put into it, and when there are suspicious performances coming up in a race, then those racers get notified that that kind of stuff isn't permitted, and then they get a warning that continuing to run the car like that whether there's something wrong with the car and it keeps doing it or whether they're actually doing it intentionally themselves it's not permitted it's not fair <clears throat> to a racer who's running all out to get beat by somebody who just wow out of the blue runs a half a second faster than he should be running mm. and i've had <clears throat> not quite arguments but a little bit more than debates with racers who have said well that's wrong you say it's an all-out program well i ran all out and i beat the guy but you're saying i'm disqualified because i went four tenths of a second too fast and i'm like well yep that's too much man mm. it's not fair it's not fair to anybody right well it's weird okay so bracket oh here we go let's get let's get on this okay so i started to drag car stuff because i don't really like bracket racing right more 
than anything, what I don't like about bracket racing is the game that it has become. It's not really a race anymore. It is a game. Mm. What I mean by that is, as I was explaining to you the other, yet last night it probably was, that in a bracket race, if you snooze on the starting line, spin the tires, miss a shift, whatever, do something wrong, totally screw up, as long as your light's not red, you still got a hope of winning that race just by what I call the lottery effect. And it means that your opponent could um, break out. I would say fall asleep at the wheel, but that's not the right. We can't really put that there, but there have been cases. I mean, I mean, here's the extreme. I was watching it on a, a live feed one day for a, an NHRA national event. It was either a national or a divisional. And that's a big deal race. And it was in Super Street. And the two cars left the starting line. But right after they left the starting line, the one car in the right lane just stopped. And then the car in the left lane went across the finish line and went like, who knows what, let's say 1089 on a 1090 index. Huh. He lost. Uh-huh. The wow. car that was broken sitting there in the middle of the racetrack <clears throat> won. And I'm like, that's just, that's just wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. The car, the car that got to the end of the track should have won the race. Right, exactly. <laughs> Regardless, if the guy, and I've been in that position, and this is probably where he was. You know, some people would go, "What's wrong with him? Why did he do that?" Well, in Super Street, especially, there are so many cars out there that you see them all the time, and you probably question it: why they leave the starting line and then they stop, and they put 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 put, and then they take off, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. Our car is a real 1090 car. It's a what I call a real super street car. Right. It will run the 1090 number, and that's all it can do. Mm. So when the class was introduced, it was supposed to be a bunch of us running heads up and having fun. But now you've got guys out there that can run eights with the throttle stop deal on their car. So they leave the starting line, putt for three or four seconds, and then whack it wide open throttle. In the meantime, I'm booking down the track... And as I'm reaching three quarters of the way down the track, I can still see the guy in my rearview mirror. But they come on so fast that if I let off the gas, they'll pass me and win. And so that's probably how this particular situation worked out. The guy probably expected that car to be coming and it never came. And by the time he realized that it was too late and he lost because of it, that's just dumb. So that's a problem I have with bracket racing. But Maria explains it more of from the spectator standpoint and I think you can too of what you don't like about that kind of deal I remember back in the day when I would explain to people they would this was before the scoreboards were automatic see nowadays the scoreboard lights up with the winner period but it used to be the scoreboard would light up with who got there first and then they would announce well he didn't win the other car won and then people would go how come how come how come he got there first but he didn't win and then I would have to explain it and back then, I was into bracket racing, so I'm like, well, it's cool. It makes it fair. But they would be like, that's dumb. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be racing. Mm-hmm. And back then, I was of the attitude, well, it is racing. This makes it fair. But now I've changed my tune, right? Mm-hmm. Now I say it's not racing. And in truth, it was many, many years ago that I actually 
developed the attitude that bracket racing is only racing for the three first three quarters of the track. Once you pass a thousand foot, it becomes a game. And I call it then, it's pretend racing. Mm -hmm. You only win if you don't go too fast. And that don't sound right. No, no it doesn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said a long time ago when I first started drag car, I was trying to sell it on Facebook and I'm talking to a bunch of people. And they're arguing with me that it ain't cool, right? There's right. something wrong with it. Bracket racing is the way it is. And I said, for real, think about it for a minute. Bracket racing is the only form of motorsport that I know of where you lose by not, I mean, you lose by going too fast. Right. Imagine, I said this, I actually said it. I said, imagine watching NASCAR and seeing Dale Earnhardt Jr. finally take the stripe and win the race and then get told that he's disqualified because he got to the finish line too soon. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> and right away, the first thing I got was, well, you can't compare NASCAR to drag racing. Which I said, it's all racing. What's the difference? Mm -hmm. Racing is racing. All right. Look up. The definition of a race. A competition of speed. Mm -hmm. Period. True. It's not a scheduling event. <laughs> I do that for work. If I have to be at my delivery at 5 o'clock and I'm not allowed to be there early, then I try like hell to be there right at 5 o'clock. But that's not a race. <laughs> no, it takes the it, it takes the excitement away from it too. I think when watching it. Yeah, because it does. like and well, I'm trying to explain it to her too. It was the same thing or trying to explain it to somebody else who I've taken to the drag races that doesn't understand drag racing. And and they do. They kind of go glass like gloss, glassy eyed. They're like I don't want what Mm -hmm. You know, they like, don't even want to try to understand. No, it. they don't. They don't want to try to understand it. it they, they don't enjoy watching it because they don't know who won. Right. Just by looking and saying, OK, they got there first. But then they're looking at me going, but who won? Right. And I'm like, mm, you should know who won just by, right? you know, seeing it. And I understand drag racing, you know, and bracket racing. I understand that. And I, I don't enjoy watching it as much. Right. Because... Now that they have the light that immediately goes on and tells you who won, uh -huh. if I'm watching racket racing, I'm just looking for that light because right. I'm not going to sit here and look at their their dial ins right. and see how fast they <clears throat> you know can't go, right. kind of thing to figure all that out. I'm just look. I'm watching two cars going down and I'm looking for which light goes on first. That is not exciting for me. <laughs> no, not for me either. But we had a race. The last two races we had at Wild. Wild Horse, right? Or no, one was at Tucson. Was one at Tucson? Yeah, one in Tucson, yes. yes. And one was at Wild Horse. Yes. I think the first one was at Wild Horse. Yeah. And that was where Scott Gibson raced Gary Cope mm -hmm. in the second round of eliminations. And they were both indexed at 1030 or 1035. Remember, it was white... A white fox body Mustang against a blue fo oh, fox yes. body Mustang. I remember that. <clears throat> and I remember you came back to the trailer and you were 
so excited just about that one pair of cars that went down the track because it was a heads up all out no breakout bs it was a straight up drag race and it was a kick-ass one too at that (laughs) there's the one exception to that light like if it's that close if it's a heads up race like that and they're that close and you have to see that light to know who actually won because they're so close you don't know who got there first but that's the difference that's that's the drag car in drag car the light only shows who got there first we're old school. Mm-hmm. In bracket racing, it's just like you said. That's the one that shows you who, who won, won, whether they got there first or not. Right. Okay. But drag car is the light shows you who got there first. But you you were very excited about that race, and so was I. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about a heads-up race, but I like them a lot more than the handicap race. I get that as far as most people are. But the thing, the difference is I say... Um, most of the heads-up races that you see that are not drag car are breakout races. Mm. So they're just like the the bracket races in that the other one car can be three cars in front, but if he's too fast, his light's not going to come on. Yeah. And to me, that's not enjoyable no, to watch. No, it doesn't. No, it, it ruins it for, you know, especially yeah, you're sitting there, okay, you're watching a race like that. That's, you know heads up like that you're watching it and okay you're rooting for you know whatever car you you want to get there Uh and it looks like they won right they they get there first it looks like they won yeah and then you see oh they didn't because they went too they broke out yeah it's a disappointment Uh uh-huh you know it it ruins the fun i i get that i think i can get that you know see that's what's cool you have the spectator point of view where i don't really i i only have the racer point of view but we're both going down the same road where we don't like the breakout game yeah but i i just have to go back you said that that card won't go any faster than 1090 but that's not true for the most part i mean back then we would go i think the fastest we had gone was 1076 maybe it was 1070 something yeah, yeah. but it was usually in the 1080s or 1090s okay so it didn't take much to slow it down mm-hmm. you know it was still truly a 1090 car okay where what i'm saying is today's super street cars let me see do you remember the white mustang that that we had with it was steve's car yeah. mm-hmm. okay does that car look like it should be racing against our car no why For those who don't know, that was a super comp car. It was a full tube chassis car. It weighed 2,100 pounds. It had a big block Ford in it. It would run nine teens at 145 miles an hour. And our car is a real super street car. It's, it's what we call a back half car. It's got a narrow rear end, but it's a stock floor, stock firewall, stock body. Everything is really stock except for the engine and the rear end where that car was and the only thing stock on that car was the body the sheet metal everything else was fabricated that was a true race car my point is those cars don't look right sitting next to each other and racing each other but that's the kind of car that typically dominates super street these days 
and that's why I don't really care to race super street because I have to race a car that's going to go 140 to 160 miles an hour and uh, it just ain't that much fun when I have a race Mm -hmm. me inside the car okay you as a spectator you like to see the race where the two cars are side by side all the way down the track right yeah yes me inside the car it's the same damn thing if I can see that car out of my peripheral vision, his fender is in my window the all whole way down the track. It the the adrenaline is screaming. Mm-hmm. My hair is standing up, and it doesn't really matter who got there first. I had damn fun in that race. Mm-hmm. But if I have a race, especially when it's a heads-up race, where I take off, and six seconds into the race, as I'm going across half track, I can see my opponent in the rearview mirror. Not because I'm beating him, but because his car is so damn fast that he let off for four seconds before he's going to get back on it and come charging past me. That's Um, not exciting to me. That would be maybe a little nerve-wracking, too. Well, it is in one way. When you're in a bracket race, a breakout race, it sucks because when you're the slower car, as Mm -hmm. I would be, you're out in front. You know you're not allowed to go faster than 1090 or 1099, whatever our index is. But you cannot judge when that guy's going to catch you. Mm -hmm. You can't judge if he's going to catch you before or after the finish line. So you don't know if you can let off the gas or not. And it just always seems like you make the wrong call. You're out there. You're like, man, he's so far back there. I think I can lift. And you'll lift. And he'll charge past you right at the last inch and take the win. And you'll see that you went so slow you shouldn't have lifted. Mm -hmm. And then in other times you'll be like, man... He's coming. He's going to pass me. I, I better not lift. I just better stay in it. And you'll stay in it. And you will. And then 100 feet past the finish line is when he passes you. And then you see his wind light is on because you went too fast. And you're like, Shh, I should have lifted. It's just too much of that. You know, it's not, it's not enjoyable. This is what the spectator don't know is that there is a game going on there. Why does that guy slow down up here and then charge on the top end? Because it gives him that advantage. He now has the upper hand because he's watching you. He knows if and when he's going to catch you. You really don't. You're just like trying to judge in the rearview mirror. Now you will see, I've watched some videos on YouTube where a lot of people are doing this number. Right, that's dangerous at that speed. I would say it's dangerous. (laughs) But they do it. Turning your head all the way around that far is just, to me, that's not what you do in a race car. I don't care if the track is straight and there ain't no traffic in front of you or not. It's just not what you do. So I don't do it. And that probably is what puts me at a disadvantage in bracket racing because I don't do that. I I think they actually have a name for what I am, and that's a 90-degree driver, meaning that I look 90 degrees to my right or 90 degrees to my left, and that's as far as I turn my head. The rest of it, I look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And it puts me at a disadvantage as far as being able to judge when a car is pa- catching me. But the car catching you, he has all of it. You're in his entire windshield. He knows when he's going to catch you. So here's what I'm getting at. If you're out in front of me mm-hmm. and I'm coming up on you and I know I'm going to pass you before the finish line, I can start lifting at a point before passing you. So that when I do pass you, I pass you pretty close to right at the finish line because i don't want to be too far ahead because i don't want to go too fast on the other hand if i know i'm not going to pass you and i'm not going to catch you 
I run you down the best I can because I know you're watching. I know you're looking and I know you see me coming. So I want to make you think I'm catching you, even though I know I'm not gonna. And then at some point I will what we call dump, meaning that we will lift, slam on the brakes, whatever, in the hopes that we scared you into going too fast and breaking out. Mm. And then we win the round. And this is why I say it's a game. It's more of a game than it is a race. And that's why I don't enjoy it because I'm not into the game. I'm into the race. Is that a, a very complex thought process or has it become kind of second nature after doing it for so long? I think it is second nature. Because okay. it would seem to me, I would think that when you're driving, when you're racing a car like that, especially high speeds, that's maybe the kind of mind games you don't want to be messing with. Does it make sense? Like, it seems dangerous to me. It just seems like you need to be focused on other things than what's happening in the other lane. Yeah. I like that thought. Dad always taught me, you don't race the other car, you race the clock. You don't pay attention to the other car, you pay attention to doing your stuff right. But the problem is, you can, I mean... Without using the other car as some sort of an indicator as to how fast you're going in relationship to your dial-in, you can't you can't ignore that car. You have to use it. Otherwise, you're just playing. A, you're just throwing dice. Okay, right. so I think my car is going to run eleven ten. I'll put eleven ten on the window and I'll run it all the way down the track and see if it does it. But if I'm, you know, four cars in front of the other guy, oh. I better not run it all the way out. I better lift because it must be going faster than 1110 and cars do it all the time. So it's funny, though, that you say that because dad, I I, don't, I mean, I don't obviously know if he, what should I say, like historically since the beginning of drag car, he hasn't really supported it. Right. But what you're telling me sounds to me like that's kind of how he races. Like, he's racing the car based on what he knows about the car and, like, what you said, how fast he thinks it's going to... He's not paying attention to the other driver, right? The other car, he's not really bracket racing, is he? He's... he's well, no. Go backwards a little bit. See, Dad has what he teaches and Dad has what he does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dad okay. is just as bad as all the rest of us. There have been times where he has smoked the front tires going across the finish line. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, that's just because he doesn't like to lose. <laughs> that's my point. That is my point. <laughs> Here's an example as a racer, okay? Okay. We're out there at the track one night testing the Mustang. We're just testing it. All we're doing is trying to make it faster. NHRA applied some rules to our class that made it, it made our car slower, actually. So then we had to go out there and try to find a little bit more horsepower to bring it back. As I said, we're a real true super street car. So when they hurt us a tenth of a second... We had to work on finding another tenth of a second. Mm -hmm. So we're out there working on the car. And in order for me to get more runs, 
I was racing in the trophy bracket. I was winning. I would make a I had a dial in on the car and we'd 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 make an adjustment to the car and I'd go out there and I'd beat my opponent. And then we'd come back and we'd make another adjustment to the car and I'd go out there and make another pass and I'd beat my opponent. And I think I was in the final. It was either the semifinals or the final that we did the same thing. We made an adjustment to the car. I went out there. And this time I had passed my opponent somewhere like around half track or somewhere between half track and a thousand foot. And it was like, man, I should lift. But we're here to test. I need to know what this car is going to run. So I'm going to stay in it and see what it's going to run. And, of course, I broke out, and I lost. Now, I accomplished my purpose. Mm -hmm. We made the car faster, found out we made it faster, but all the way home, (laughs) the thought in my head was, man, I should have lifted. That's the problem with a racer. We want to win, what Mm -hmm. you just said. So... Much as we all know not to be slamming on the brakes at 140, 120, 180, whatever mile per hour we're going, it will happen. Mm -hmm. Because that instinct to do what it takes to win will overtake. And dad has done it. I think he even got in trouble for it. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, I may be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that somebody came down and mentioned to him that they don't want to see smoke off the front tires on that car again. Mm. So what you say? Mm. That it's that drag car is a, actually a safer form of... It seems to me, yeah. It is. It is a it safer really form. Is. And I've had arguments. They really do qualify as arguments with a lot of racers about it. But it doesn't matter. That's what they've been doing for the last 60 years, 70 years, whatever it is, so... They're into it. <laughs> I'm just not. Yeah. That's one of the cool things about the game. Because in the game, okay, you were talking about how come that car, I won, right? I passed that car, I won. But yet, how did I lose that race, right? The game was saying you lost. Oh, yeah. yes. So I was telling you, what it is, is there's something wrong with the program of the game that the visual on the cars is not accurate okay in order to win your round you need to be ahead at half track oh yeah okay so if you can see your opponent you're definitely losing if you saw your opponent anywhere close to the finish line you're probably losing if you pass them at half track then you might be winning and it's it's not it's not a glitch as far as the numbers or anything like that it's just a flaw in the visual okay the visual when you're racing the other car the visual is not putting that car in the right place on the track but by the numbers the race is still a good race right the reaction times and the et it all boils down to a good race it's just the visual that's not right, right. so you can't use that. You can play this game. You can do bracket racing in this game. You can do heads-up racing in this game. And it's all good. 
It's just that you can't use the other car as a visual to decide if you want to lift or not. And that's kind of cool. Yes, it is, actually. What? It's, that it's cool. It is very cool because um, it's bracket racing as it should be. Mm-hmm. In other words, there, you can't really play a game, you know, right. because you have no idea if you should be lifting or not. Right. Because you can't see that car. So basically, you have to dial what you think you're going to go and, and run it. And that's what bracket, bracket racing started out to be like. And why I think it's really cool is because it really makes it cool to do the sport comp eliminator deal on there mm-hmm. because of that. In sport comp, you don't have to worry about judging what you're going to do based on where the other car is on the track. You just hit that tree and hit your shift points and get it to the finish line as quick as you can and hope you got there first. Yeah, right. And since we do the non-breakout deal the way we do, it works out great because if you run two or three hundredths of a second under, you're still good. If you run five hundredths under, okay, so you took a penalty, but you're still in. Right. You know, it really works out cool for the game. Like Kyle this evening. Mm-hmm. Kyle took a... He took a... He took... He went four hundredths under index in his first round, I think it was. So that penalized him five hundredths of a second. Right. And then for the next round, he went three more under his new index. And what Kyle didn't realize was that once you take a penalty, your three hundredths cushion is gone. Mm. So he was on a he was on a five oh five, which which would really be a 605 if it was in a in a we take the second away so that the game won't automatically dq them for running you know it will it will automatically say the other car is the winner if we put a dial in there because it only understands breakout mm. it doesn't understand being allowed to run under the index so we set the index one second under what the real index is so his index for real applications would have been 605 or six. 610 for first round he went 606 which put him on a 605 then he went 602 and that hacked him down to a 595 mm-hmm. and he he didn't have the horsepower to run it but if he did he still would have been in because the DQ barrier that we have is 1500s, meaning so if he started out on a 610, 595 was his DQ barrier, meaning that he could go as fast as 595 without getting automatically disqualified. So now that his new index was 595, he was able to, if he was able to run it, he would have still been in the race because he could have and not gotten in trouble. However, if he went a 594 or anything quicker, he just simply would have been DQ'd. That's it. That similar much very much like a breakout and i don't know where i started going with that (laughs) except that you know it's cool that you're able to get away with running quick because like i said in real real time in real life your car will do that to you it will go faster and you won't know why so many times in bracket racing i've gone out there got to the end of the track realized i'm comfortably ahead let off the gas 100 foot before the finish line and still break out. Mm-hmm. 
And then you're pissed off twice because first you're pissed off that you lost and then you're still aggravated because you're like, damn, what would have the car run Mm -hmm. if I stayed on it? (laughs) (laughs) That's the best pass I ever made and I let off the gas. What would have done if I stayed on it? (laughs) (laughs) Something else about the game that you guys saw tonight that we were talking about last night was you thought was cool was the camaraderie right is that the word to use yeah that's a good word yeah yeah can you explain it like you did to me last night what Um, you thought was cool about the game okay so you have you gotta get you have okay on the the page where you post like okay this is where you're gonna post your time sheets or whatever so that you can do the index right that's like to me that's like the driver's meeting yeah you know yeah and then everybody goes over to the chat uh-huh. which is kind of like the driver's lounge yeah where everybody can just kind of like while you're doing the you know the the ladders and stuff mm. everybody can just kind of go hang out right yeah and talk and goof around whatever and um i thought it was kind of cool because at the races when we're out there you know i people i mean they some of them might talk to each other i don't know if they in the pits they're near each other or whatever but most of these drivers i think they don't interact with each other much well they're too busy well exactly especially if they're racing more than one program that too you know and so it it seems to me like if you have an association you know and somebody's a member of it people usually join groups like that because they want to feel a part of something right hmm and you usually want to get to know the other members feel like a family it's like it's a family kind of group it's something that you all enjoy doing together it's a way you meet people mm-hmm. and you kind of get to know each other but at the races you it's not really happening no you don't have an opportunity to do that right because there's too much going on but in this it's kind of cool because everybody has that opportunity to interact with each other and it's really kind of fun actually it was pretty exciting tonight i was that 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 chat bell was going off like crazy but unfortunately (laughs) i was too busy trying to pair up all the cars and i didn't have time to look at who was saying what or if i even saw it i I didn't have time to respond or reply but yeah i get what you're saying that's a lot of yeah It, it it's much it is really cool that everybody gets to more or less bond a little bit a little yeah i mean yeah. but i heard a lot of trash it. talking going on <laughs> a lot <laughs> <laughs> that was one thing that was cool that you guys were here because typically i don't get to read it but you were sitting here huh that's what they said and then you would repeat what they said and then i would laugh because yeah. i'm like wow <laughs> the, the things they were yeah. saying and no posting on but the I, chat. But I was the subject on some of them sometimes. Oh, like yesterday? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I see? didn't see And I didn't even see that. it, no. Yeah. <laughs> I still didn't see that. You still didn't no. see it. That's okay. It was all in love. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. How is it? How is this? If, if, if we're not teasing you, then that means we don't like you. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I thought Michael was teasing when he said he wanted a different index. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No. He was not having it. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know what he did. I was like, huh? Eh. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know. I'm like, well, that really wouldn't happen in a real race, you know, but I didn't know what he did. He was just um, convinced that he wasn't going to go any faster, I guess. Hmm. So I don't know if you saw it. Did you see what I had put on there? When, uh, when he did tell me, he said, no, I'm not running that index. My car won't do it. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, then run your slower index. I said, but if you go faster, then, you know, 400 is quicker than your the index you're picking. You're going to have to be DQ'd. Yeah, I saw that. And then what he did, well, he red lighted. <laughs> But then he ran five he ran. under. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, see? Never say never. Don't say you can't run that number. In the early years, uh, when we first started running Tucson, do you know who Jeff Morgan is? Mm-mm. He, he came down there with his car. And it was kind of funny because he wasn't the only one. We had the driver's meeting and I gave everybody their indexes and they all, not all, but most of them were not having it. They were like, my, my car won't even run that number. I said, well, you ran it in qualifying. They said, yeah, but it's getting hot now and it's not going to go that number. I said, well, you're not, you're not the only one in that boat. Everybody's in the same boat, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I explained it to him. I said, you know, the thing is that drag cars, sport comp eliminator is not really like, it's not the same as bracket racing in the sense that you need to be that close to your dial in all the time. Bracket racing, it's very important to be super close to your dial in. But in drag car, you can get away with it a little bit because it's not about running the closest to your number it's about getting there first Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to be dead on your index to get there first and the funny part was jeff made all that noise Mm -hmm. claiming that his car would not run that number but in the end he won the race and his car ran that number (laughs) in the in like in the last couple of rounds Mm -hmm. i think the final round it ran right on that number or something very close to it and i'm like see it's not the same as bracket racing that way. So it's hard for bracket racers to get over that. Yeah. So you get them to play the game. Yeah, I'm hoping that maybe some of them will play the game and, and realize that it's actually a pretty fun concept. I have a lot of fun in that game, even though it's not real. I mean, it's a real competition. We're doing all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. We just don't have the thrill of being smashed into the seat when we take off the starting line yeah <laughs> not bad but it is a fun game it is huh it is how about the videos what do you videos. think of those i thought the videos were pretty cool they, i i think i only watched the one video of i think the final or something from yesterday it was you and wasn't it else. you and roncelli okay I think if you watched, I watched that's the one you watched that's the better the better one Okay. So, did that one have different views, or was it just showing the no, cars? No, it had different views. But, it even had, like, 
Huh? It even had like the view from like above. It did? Yeah. Like looking down at the cars. Like an aerial view. Right at the finish line or when they raced? When? I don't both. remember. I think it was both. Like there was because there were several points where it was showing like right where the cars were side by side and there was a line mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to see like how close they were next to each other. You know, yeah. just one was just. Yeah, that was, was uh, like, I think that was the race that was four thousandths of a second. Yeah, I think like, was it, was it around that one? It was like a windshield ahead of you. <laughs> it was like that The close. thickness of a windshield. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I tell you what, there have been real races that way. That is something. Um, I have a picture of Ron Shelley from a race where I stood at the finish line and shot it. It was the final round and I shot it right at the finish line. And he lost by 12 thousandths of a second. Wow. And you can see the other car is ahead by about just a, just about a fender. You know, so maybe about this far. Mm-hmm at 143 miles an hour or something like that and i was like man that's just to me that is what it's all about Mm -hmm. they're both going wide open throttle across the finish line nobody's playing a game trying to make their car closer to the other one they just they're going for it do you feel like racing that way you walk away i don't know how to put it like like, you walk away feeling, whether you lost or won that race, you kind of walk away feeling like like you want to pat the other guy on the back. Like, good job. Big time. Where in bracket racing, you kind of want to flip that guy off a little bit, You're right? so <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that's you how are that right. goes. You yeah. are right. Okay. So here. Here's an example that's very extreme it's not quite the same as what you just said but it's it's similar it it gives you a little bit of something to think about so remember john neodil Mm, you remember you remember we won't we won't first first drag car race not the first not the first was it the second uh season no, it was the first season. It was the first season. It was the first right. few races. Okay. And I believe it was the final round that I raced him. And Dad was there. And you were there. And Dad came. I think you even told me too. But Dad told me after semifinals. That guy is sandbagging. His brake lights were on at a thousand foot and he ran fourteen sixty five or fourteen sixty eight on his fourteen sixty five index. He's sandbagging, Dad said. Mm-hmm. I said, I know. I know that's the kind of guy he is. I know what that's what he does. Oh, that was the one who was doing you a favor, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, I yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. A favor. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He swore he was doing that to help me out. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, I ran him in the final. Right. Um, I knew I was at a disadvantage because I knew he was capable of going faster. And back then, our under-index rules were quite a bit more lenient than they are now. 
Now, in one way, he did do me a favor because because of his 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 games that he played over the first couple of years, that's where all of these under-index rules have become tougher and tougher to the point that they are now that a sandbagger really doesn't have much of a chance to play their game that way. Mm. So in that regard, I have to, you know, give him, okay, thanks, you know, because at some point somebody would have done it, whether it was him or not, right? But point is, he's on a 1465. I know he's capable of going well under that because of what dad told me. Plus, I was looking at his mile per hour on the sheets, and I could see there was a big discrepancy there with his ETN mile per hour. So as a racer, my thing is, all right, I've got to cut this light as tight as I can. I've got to get every advantage I can get on this guy because my car is probably just going to run the number, which I think I was on a 1070 index that night. Mm. So I went for it. I said, it's either going to be good or it's going to be red, right? And I left, and the light was still green, and I was happy. That's a good light. And as we got to the finish line, now remember, he's 1465 and I'm 1070. He was running about probably real close to um, 100, I would say, maybe 95 miles per hour, where I was going 125 so I was closing on him really, really fast. And I'm looking at his car and I'm looking at the finish line and I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm like, man, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. I might get him. I actually might get him. But the closer I got, the more I realized I wasn't going to. In the end, I was on his door when we crossed the finish line. Now, I knew he was playing a game and I knew I lost the race, but I was still screaming with excitement going down through the shot down area because that was a good race that was a race yeah he was playing a game to the degree that he was but i'm still saying it was a race because we were both charging for the finish line nobody was playing a game trying to say "Ooh, i'm gonna make it close or i'm gonna slam on the brake so you break out there wasn't none of that going on mm-hmm. and in the end he ran 1449 on a mm-hmm. 1465 and I did go 1070 or 1071 on my 1070. I had a 01 light to his 0.11 or something like that. He was late. But I guess he knew he could be because he was bagging so much. Mm-hmm. So there's one side, right? I was excited. Knew I lost. Knew why I lost. Knew the guy was, for lack of a better word, let's say cheating. And that's why I lost. But I still had fun. I still enjoyed it. Came to a race at speed world um actually a couple of weeks after that it was funny because dad was uh he wouldn't stop all the way home after that that guy's a cheater sandbagger blah 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 and i'm like eh, whatever dad i said shit i almost beat his ass with all of his cheating Mm. you know i was okay with it a couple of weeks later we went to speed world and i ran a bracket race and I'm in quarterfinals or semifinals or something with this guy. And uh, I'm dialed 11.01. And I know the car might have a 10.99 in it, but that's about it. And I don't really expect it. Because I didn't, I don't think I ran it all day. I think I was right, running 11 flat, 11.01. So I was dialed 11.01 because that's all I thought I would run. 
the guy I'm racing is dialed 1116. We leave the starting line. I did okay on the tree. Once you've done it for a while, you know if you're bad or not, you know? And I was okay. I felt like I was okay on the tree. But as we got halfway down the track, his car was still way in front of me, and it shouldn't have been. He was only dialed 15 hundredths of a second quicker, slower than me. So he only got 15 hundredths of a second head start. He should have only been a, a car, car and a half in front of me. But he was three cars out on me. And I couldn't, couldn't pull him in. He, I wasn't gaining on him. And so in my brain, I'm questioning, did I really snooze that bad on the tree? I can't see where I snooze that bad on the tree. Is the car running slow? don't feel like it's running slow everything's right you know the rpm and everything is is good and just about that time is when his front end dropped no. and he started slowing down big 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 time mm. then i knew what the game was so the instinct to win took over first i got mad oh you player okay then i developed my plan I'm going to catch you, and when I do, I'm hammering the brakes. I did it. Went into the speed traps right alongside of him. I slammed on the brakes very hard. I didn't smoke the tires, so I was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Once we went across the finish line, his wind light popped on, and I let go of the brakes on the car. The car came up. So remember, the front end's all the way down. Mm. When I let go of the brakes, the front end came back up. And when it did, the car started going like this, side Mm. to side. Mm. And I'm like, oh, and it was getting worse and worse. And um, I started kind of freaking out. I thought the car was going to roll over. I mean, I did the best I could to to move the steering wheel just a little bit to try to counteract it. And and finally it settled down and I was okay. But I was pissed off. Mm. Pissed off. What you said, the finger, yeah. That's how I felt. Why can't you just race? Yeah. And I was pissed off for three days after that. Now think about this. I get beat by a guy who I know is cheating in my own race, and I'm fine with it. That Mm -hmm. shit was fun. I get beat by a guy over here who's playing by the rules, which I think are just (laughs) BS. He didn't do anything to cheat. But I'm pissed off for three days because of the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. I can get beat by somebody who beat me to the finish line, and I'm happy. But to lose to somebody who, like, they do it because they have to play some sort of a strat- strategy to, to get it, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. And there have been times... When I get out of the car in the shutdown area, Ron always parks his car in the shutdown area and then smokes a cigarette and (laughs) puts his parachute (laughs) in the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so especially when he's down there, I'll I'll park with him, you know, typically. Because usually a lot of times the car is hot, so I'll let it, I'll shut it off in the shutdown area and I'll coast around the corner. And before I start it up, I'll get out. Take off my jacket, you know, check the tires. Mm -hmm. And there have been a couple of times where I get out of the car and I'm just like all crazy. And man, 
because <laughs> I had a good race. Right. Whether I won or lost, that was a race. That was a drag race. Man, I just, you know. <laughs> yeah. If it's a close race, no matter who gets there first, it just lights you up. At least it does for me. I think there's a lot of racers out there that really don't, you know, because mm. otherwise, why wouldn't they um, want to come race with us? I don't know. Like, maybe they just need to see more people doing it. Some people are like that. I heard you guys getting excited from the game races tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which one? I know. Well, I don't know. I heard she was racing, and then you're like, oh. And I go, wow, was it that close? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were racing together after that. Yeah, well, after we both, like, lost. Uh, yeah. You know, in the in the act of the race, uh-huh. we were racing each other. Yeah. 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 That's what you got to do. <laughs> it's fun. It is really fun. Yeah, first time, you know, racing like that was pretty fun. It was really good. But I do want to learn, like, a little bit more on that game and, you know, so doing it, you know, probably next week or so. Cool. And practice on the way, you know, me and her, like, you know, competitioning and everything was pretty fun. So. Well, what am I going to have to award you guys with if... uh, I know. What are we going to do if, if we... No, I don't, know. I don't, I don't think we're going to... I don't think we're going to get enough points to win any, you know, certificates. But if we were... Well, if we practice and, like, and everything, I think we can, but... Well, I'm pretty sure... How that. about... I'm pretty sure Kyle won the points tonight. How, how, yes. how, how about you award us with a car that we can actually race at, in, in your program, you know? A real car? <laughs> you have... How about the Torino? How about... It needs a lot of work. It needs a ton of work. Whose fault is that? Well, it's mine, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. There's a big difference between a $10 gift certificate into the next race... Okay, but I'm your sister. <laughs> so what's the point of the ten dollars certificate if we don't have a car? Yeah. Exactly, right? So, you have to... so it's just what like, she said. <laughs> if we're gonna get like a ten dollars, you know, thing, then we need a car. <laughs> <laughs> then it's like really partners after that. Um. You have a lot of cars out there in that yard. <laughs> none of them, none of them are up to par. Mm. Uh, trust me, I've thought about it <laughs> because I wanted to let the girls run Junior Street, um. and I and I actually I actually started setting the Oldsmobile up for it mm. because it's slow enough. It would have been fine, but there's a couple things wrong with it that it, it needs it needs um, studs. The, the lug studs that are, are on it, they're not uh, legal for racing at the track. And the windshield has a crack in it that has to be replaced. You can't have that. But I did put a little throttle stop kind of a thing on it so it wouldn't open to full throttle. And I'm like, yeah, this is going to be cool. We'll get Fresca in this thing. I'm not <laughs> sure about Fresca. She's like, no. a, she, she's risk averse. She's not... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. She said she would. 
Yeah. I said, you think so? You know her. She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She'll agree with, with anything. Okay. But not excited. Um, yeah. You know, if I was that age, I would have been like, yeah, you bet. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And just, sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> but you know, they're all three that way. I Look know. at Joey. We put him on the big wheel. He, he, he did what I told him. He did good, right? But he didn't give a crap. Yeah. He really didn't care. If I said, hey, dude, you want to go to uh, the big wheel race this week? Eh. <laughs> what else is there to do, he says. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe he's just not... I, I, I want to say maybe he's not competitive, but he is competitive. He's competitive, but he's a techie. He's not he into is. cars. Exactly. Yeah. He's... Mechanics and all of that stuff, he's not into yeah. it. He likes to compete with me on, you know, who's smarter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he well, is competitive, just in a different funny. way. <laughs> yeah. As long as it takes him up. Yeah. Oh, you need some work on your cars? Are, you, are your phones charged up enough yet? Probably. Uh, most likely, yeah. It should be. Yeah, at least yours. Yeah, mine, mine is, like is yeah. Go ahead and grab that. Dang, that was fast. I know. Mine's... Mine takes half the day to go to 100. Really? Oh, yeah. Mine's at 100, too. Wow. Well, mine's new, but hers isn't new. You just need an iPhone. <laughs> Don't start with me. <laughs> you know how... Ed, Ed, what is, what's that word? Ed, I'm not into change. A verse? There you go. I guess that's the word. Averse to change. Oh yeah, big time. <laughs> Isn't ain't, ain't I a hypocrite? Because I cannot. I don't like change. I don't welcome change. And I'm asking all these bracket racers to go for change and run up with us instead of doing what they're doing. <laughs> no, okay. I wouldn't say you're a hypocrite. Hmm. I think that's enough. You think that's enough? I guess. Is there anything else? Did there? What did we miss? Well, we did cover, like, the benefit, I guess, of bracket racers playing the game, right? Yeah. We covered that. Yep. We covered the whole chat thing and people getting to know each other. What do you think? Should I have a bracket race, just a flat, plain old bracket race for all the bracket racers out there? What would be the purpose of that? Unless, unless hmm. you have to run two. What? Run the bracket race, mm -hmm. but but they also have to run your program at the same time. Like they have to run both, so they can compare the two. That is, I think, a pretty cool idea. You have to give them some kind of incentive. Yeah, you know, right? Obviously, right. You know, maybe they, maybe they have to buy into the bracket race, but race your program for free, or no, no. I think I might have it. We're gonna have a big dollar bracket race in June, so long as we okay. still get to race in June. Mm -hmm. If not in June, we will probably have one in October. So I could do the same thing with them, give them a certificate to for a discount. On the entry fee to one of the bracket races, one of the gamblers. Okay. So that could be a little bit of an... I mean, hey, it's a video game and it's free. I'm not going to have them pay in to race a video game, number one. 
and so number two is it, it's free it's a video game so you're not going to win a thousand dollars but a discount ticket for an entry fee to a gambler is not a bad idea for for doing almost nothing just playing a game okay i misunderstood the question then why? Because I thought you were talking about having a bracket race. Yeah, on the game. No, that's not what I thought you meant. Oh. Oh. We are having bracket races. We have been. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And do they join? Do they run them? Yeah. Some. Okay. So for a while we were having gambler races. Um but the problem with those was we were doing it on the same nights that there would be ADRA and all the other clubs. Just imagine one of the last races that we've run and imagine me adding another gambler on top of all that's already going on. Mm -hmm. So I think the most we had one time might have been 15 cars or something like that. Okay. And it was very hit and miss. There was times you'd have the 15 and there was times you'd have five. And it just it, it just didn't it didn't work out and it became real more of a headache than it was worth. Especially because typically those finalists for that gambler were the last cars waiting to go down the track. Not that the cars were waiting, the track was waiting on them. And then so that put us in a unfavorable position with the racetrack as we were always the ones hanging them up before okay. they could close up. So we stopped doing that and we decided that we would only do our bracket races uh, whenever there wasn't another one going on okay. and in fact i think it was last it's probably two years ago i think it was that there was a particular race where there was a bracket being run on the same day that we were going and i don't remember the reasoning behind it but that they pulled out that 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 bracket race was pulled off of that date for some reason i can't remember why so we went ahead and uh, because we saw it on Facebook. There was a lot of unhappy racers out there. So we just let them know, hey, we'll, we'll run a bracket race for you. And they all liked it. We didn't get any bad um, feedback from anybody. You know, I mean, a bracket race is, bracket race is a bracket race, really. There, there really ain't a whole lot. They're pretty much all the same. So it doesn't matter who's running it, as long as whoever's running is is straight up, you know what I mean? not writing rubber checks or paying out, you know, peanuts instead of almonds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but we can only pay what we get. So, mm -hmm. you know, the more cars in is the more car, the more money you get paid. That's just bottom line. But anyway, so yeah, we're, we're doing a couple bracket races this year, as long as the scheduling doesn't get screwed up too much more than it already has. Okay, but when you do those bracket races, do you still run your program too or no? Yes. Okay. And do a lot of the racers run both? No. They can't. They, they For the most part, they can't. It's it's about the run orders. It's because... And, yeah. There's just typically time no... Yeah. So, and a lot on the car, right? Also, trying to run... Hey, some people have cars that they can do it. Like... I think Michael Porter's car, I think he, I yeah, his is a real street car. I think mm -hmm. he can run that thing, and as long as he can get back in the lanes in time, he can run the next category. He don't even have to shut it off. Okay. But some people can't. Yeah. Their cars can't. I couldn't do that. 
Well, I just thought there might be some way, you know, if you have a bracket race and you get these bracket racers to, to, to do that, but kind of with, you know, say, okay, you're in this race, but run the program too. If there's some way to do that, okay, you can't do it at the same time. Some kind of incentive. I know. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, and I have thought because about that. Because they can that. compare the two. Like, right. Okay, they don't want to, to give it a try. They don't, right? Right. But if you give them some kind of incentive to do it. Yep. I don't know. There's got to be some way. No, I have thought about it, and I've had a few ideas. Basically, I think what you just said, something about giving them a discount into one race or the other. But the problem, again, becomes... The, the time constraints with the track and that we just don't have that much time in between rounds so anyways my question was actually if we should do a bracket race on the game no i i get it i think actually it might be a good idea just because like you said before there's a component missing bracket racing when you're at the track there's a good part of that where you're looking at the car in the other lane right and that doesn't apply here it's right. not it's not effective right so that takes a big component of bracket racing out of it mm -hmm. so it gives them kind of a feel for you're calling it a bracket race but i mean yeah there's breakouts but still there's a part of that game they can't play in this game right well yeah they're taking the strategic part of it out basically right so and i mean there's a number of racers who race straight up let's call it where they dial what they can run so and that's what they'll do in the game so whether they can look at the other car in the other lane or not is not going to be as big of a deal to them there's a i would say there's maybe 20 to 30 percent of the racers out there play the game where they rely on the other car for their judgment on what they're going to do at the finish line and i think it, it might even be a bigger portion than that but there's a there's a there's a big contingent of the the racers out there who just they dial what their car can run mm -hmm. and then they only make the judgment on the other car if it's an obvious one so to speak mm -hmm. you know but if it's a close race for example in all of my bracket racing days my typical play if you want to call it a play was i would dial a car close to what it could run okay mm -hmm. so if i went 1152 I'd probably be dialing 1152, 1153, or 1151, somewhere in there. But I would change that based on who I was racing. So if I was racing a car that was slower than me, mm -hmm. where I was going to have to chase him, I would dial the 1153. Because as I said, sometimes your car will run slow, and sometimes it will run fast. And you can't always rely on it, right? So you feel a little bit more comfortable dialing 1153, or even 11.54, because you know no matter what, you're probably going to be able to run that number and a little bit quicker. Since I'm chasing a car that's slower than me, I will have the opportunity to lift when I get there, mm -hmm. because I have more mile per hour than they do. So I know when I'm going to catch them. I'll see when I'm going to catch them. I can decide if I'm going to lift when I catch them. And if I lift too much, I have the advantage of being able to put my foot back in it and drive around them because I'm faster than they are. On the other side, if I was racing a dragster or somebody fast, I would probably dial 1151, or even sometimes as far down as 1150, 
because then my play was, well, I'm not lifting. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping my foot in it until I cross the finish line because I'm tired of getting beat by these guys every time I let off the gas. (laughs) That was it. That's about the extent of it. So there is a lot of people who race kind of like that. And in this game, so it wouldn't affect them that much. You know, they'd basically be racing just like they were racing a dragster all the time. But then there's the other ones that do like that guy is that I told you, where three quarters of the way down the track, they always lift. They always lift. They always lift. That's how they play it. I don't know. This might be worth a try just to see who will jump on because I saw kind of cool for Chelsea Holbrook, right? She came on tonight. This was the first time she raced with a drag car. I don't think she's ever run with us in a real race. No. I don't think so. But she posted on Facebook a picture of her time slip where she beat Kyle. (laughs) And then a couple of bracket racers asked her, what is that? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. So, like I say, now this is a guy, this particular one that I saw who replied to her, he knows about drag car, but he's just not interested, I'm sure. Mm. But, well, Why not have a bracket race, you know? He maybe he's one of those 20, 30% that relies heavily on that. Hard to say. I've never raced him mm-hmm. and I've never watched. I don't know what his strategy is. But again, you know, yeah, he's a younger one, so he probably does very much rely on the visual from the other car, so maybe And there again, you're going to see that those kind of racers when they play this game even if it's only on a bracket racing format if they can't use the other car for judgment on the top end they're just going to throw the phone down and that's a bullshit game right and that's why i figured you know you get you do the bracket race you get people to play the ones that enjoy it the ones that have fun doing it still you, stick you, around for the next one well yeah and you might be able which will be the comp star race to sell them on exactly hmm because it's if you really think about it, it's not that different. It's really not. You know? It's just taking the game out of it and taking the the slamming on the brakes part away. Right? Yeah. Well, there you have it. So when's our next race? Uh-huh. Ah. When is it? <laughs> it's in, uh, what month are we in? April? It's in, what, June? Or, is it in June? It's June. June. Yeah. June twentieth supposed to be. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Mm. We'll see what happens. I guess. I'm not even guessing. I'm just waiting. Yep. Waiting for the verdict. So, we'll play pro series until then. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, it's fun. Okay. I got nothing else. Do no. I? Right? You guys don't either. No, I don't think so. Nah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so did you check out the page Fast Matters on, no, on Facebook? Even, no, I haven't yet. Oh. Yeah, there ain't much there. It's just I'm not super active on Facebook. Really? No. Oh. Uh, okay. So I like um, I don't see a lot of stuff unless it just comes up on my page. I'll like scroll through my page maybe once a day. Maybe you saw the cat. I saw the cat because she showed it to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I like that cat. That's my kind of cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so 
you can write you can write to fastmatters at usdragcar.com write to fastmatters yeah if you got anything to complain about or oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. or go to fast matters on facebook and check out the pro series drag car page on facebook oh and race with us yes well you need to you need the the app too right? oh yeah you got to download the pro series drag racing app on your phone or tablet or what else does that work on techie i don't know i use it on my phone i tried to put it on my does laptop it, computer no, and i couldn't get it to download it's it no? kept saying something about why it wouldn't download and i didn't understand i don't understand what it's telling me what is it called pro series drag racing oh you know how i found it no joey really yeah i think it was joey that showed it to me really yeah See, I mean, there you go. I put the damn game on his phone. I'm like, come on, dude, we can race. When I'm at work, you can race with me. Mm-hmm. Nah, never see him. Mm. It's got wheels on it. That's junk. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't interested. It says it was created for mobile devices. Oh, okay. So that could be why you can't get it on. Yeah. So pretty much phones and tablets. Okay. Phones and tablets. And Android what? and iOS. What does that mean? iPads? iPad. Oh, yeah. I think Perla had it on her iPad. Any yeah. tablet, you know. Okay. Android tablet. No, there is a PC version, it says. No way. Really? Look here. It says PC, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. PC, yeah. I wonder. But if... it says Android, so I don't know. Does that mean it has to be a touchscreen? No. <sighs> So. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. This is um, PC version. Yeah. It, is. it does say that. Yeah. Go to games.lol. Ha ha ha. <laughs> just do it in your game? search engine. Just put yeah. in Pro Series Drag Racing PC. Okay. And then they'll come up. All right. You might be able to get it on there. All right. <laughs> Well, thanks for racing with us tonight. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was tons of fun. I'm going to keep practicing like I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know you were pretty fired up when you first got it, and then I think it just disappeared. Yeah. Well, it's a time thing. Yeah. And that's one thing that's cool about it. What did, what? did So it took a little long tonight. We were like an hour and 45 minutes for the two races. Yes. But we did have our biggest field so far, so that might have had something to do with it. Plus, there was a whole lot of cheap chatter going on. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, got added to that. Yeah. So, yeah. Right on. I think you were being interrupted a little bit too. Big time. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Well, well not okay. Just... So remember, like you said, I I started the chat room. Mm-hmm. So that all the chatting would go there, and so that the post, which becomes, like you said, our driver's meeting, which is where I only want to put the pairings, who's racing who, and then the winners post their time slips mm-hmm. so that I can take each time slip and put it into the program so we can set them up for the next round. But each time that thing goes off with comments, 
it's it interrupts me because now you know i'm like boom something happened all right i gotta look no that's not a time slip that's chatter going on Mm. that should be in the chat room but it's here on this page and then the other thing is um i'm looking for the time slips and so when there's a whole lot of chatter the time slips get pushed way down or way up they get like it's hard to find them they're not easy to find when there becomes a lot of chatter in there and so yeah that is it makes me slow down a little bit okay but shame on me because sometimes i'll reply to him like kyle said something kyle said something on on let's call it the driver's meeting post Uh (laughs) and i replied to him when i shouldn't have just said i shouldn't have said anything actually because of course then that instigates more (laughs) well yeah (laughs) yeah so but it's been fun yeah good night good night good night good night